Hey guys, welcome to the Mentorpad podcast. My name is Kitika Gopi. I'm a final year computer science student, a cybersecurity intern at Ernst & Young, and this is my story. In today's episode, we get a little candid about topics like dreams, research, academics, what is it like to be a girl in technology, and a little about the tech industry itself. I guess all I'm trying to do is share a thing or two about life that I learned during the 4 years of college. So let's begin. I was an average student till 12th. I pursued science because of computers, and this is probably in my genes because my parents are from the IT field too. Like many others, when I first stepped into college, I was a nervous wreck. New roommates, people from all over the country. I soon realized that to make an impact, I have to stand out. I saw people around me being the best versions of themselves, not only in academics but in many other aspects. Yet I was a little excited about how this place would change me. Being an introvert, I actually made a lot of friends. Be it jugals in hostel or cramming up syllabus one night before the exam or maybe being helpless about the boring mess food. It makes you ready for life challenges and I was enjoying every bit of it. But here's a disclaimer. By the end of your college journey, you might lose a few friends. But that's totally okay. because it's about the experience and what shapes you as a person. While moving on to boring lectures, college was fun and I was performing considerably well in exams. And I saw so many people joining clubs and chapters and I was clueless what to do. During my first year, I had a friend who had introduced me to the faculty lead of Microsoft Innovation Center. I straight up went to him, had a discussion about a few ideas I had in mind relating to IoT. And within a few days i had a dream ready and started working on the project leading the tech team wasn't an easy role the challenges you face when you're trying to make something work scheduling the time slots and sometimes the rest of your team isn't just as excited as you are yet the project taught me a lot about teamwork leadership and the challenges that technology can throw at you a question that i keep getting asked a lot is how did you enter the field of cyber security Now that the industry itself is difficult to get into, but a lot had to be done on the way. My interest in cybersecurity started early in childhood. When I was 13 years old, I had stumbled upon a TED talk by Karen Elizavi. She spoke about the beauty of hackers, how they might be the immune system that pushes the internet to become stronger and healthier, and the power it had to create a better world. That really inspired me. Spending a lot of time on hacking forums I stumbled upon a piece of code. Being the script kid that I was back then, upon running the code, I gained unlimited access to sensitive data like pictures, messages, call logs, and access my camera. I don't know what the code did or meant, but it felt like I had unlimited power in my fingertips to do what I wanted. I played around with virtual machines, the Linux OS, and tried to get hold of some of the hacking tools. But at the end, I guess I really liked solving such puzzles. and getting to the core of it. I always thought that life has checklist. Few things to be done and I'm ready to get to where I want. So I started. Decent CGPA, projects, web development, tedx, work at a startup, volunteering during the weekends. Everything sounds so nice, right? But yes, even my story had a typical Bollywood touch. When everything seems to go right, something or the other pops up. Here is what happened. I couldn't catch up. I had so much on my plate that I didn't pay much attention to my mental health. 
took a serious toll on my physical well-being too. Spending months at the hospital, I have time to look back on things and think about what I had to change. I have always been that studious girl who doesn't go on trips with friends or watch movies with the roommates during the weekends. So hey, that's one thing I learned. Nothing at the cost of your mental health. It's just not worth it. With time, life slowly and gradually came back to track. Boring lectures, lame jokes and the monotonous faculties resumed. So how does one balance academics, co-curricular and have a social life? Well, it's not possible to have all three at once. But the goal here isn't perfection, but to strike a pretty good balance between all three. There was a point in college when I had a full course load, seven web dev projects in hand and a coordinator at TEDx. There were times when I felt like giving up. My phone would keep buzzing with deadlines and modifications. Yet I was committed to it. Knew it would all pay me off someday. So here are a few tips that helped me balance it all. First would be to prioritize the tasks. This is something that should always be done. Know when to say no and where to ask for extensions. But my advice, try your best to stick to initial deadlines. I don't know about the most of you, but I know I've missed quite a number of deadlines because I've forgotten them. Keep a tracker. Could be a calendar, your phone, a notepad. Give it a try. It gives you a feeling of having your life under control. And I can't even imagine going a day without my planner. Give your social life the importance it deserves. If possible, try to keep it a goal to meet or text two of your friends every day. Catch up on lunch or whatever. But trust me, it helps you keep sane amongst all the academic load you have from college. So probably one of the most important things that I wanted to talk about is research. For those interested in publishing technical research papers, there are a few things you might want to know before you dip your toes into the ocean. I've written around 10 research papers and around 5 of them published. Writing a research paper is so much different from writing an assignment for your course. Research can be done in two ways. You can either review multiple papers about a topic of your interest or propose something new about the topic itself. Take time to dive into the topic, really. Take lots of notes. And when you finally start writing your paper, Make sure you don't forget to include all the academic jargon, which I'm not a fan of, but hey, that's the protocol. If writing a paper is a struggle, don't get me started about publishing it. The number of plagiarism checks that you have to go through. But keep in mind, begin your publishing process early. If you have a deadline, presenting your paper to a conference might get your paper published faster. And always aim for international journals. Scopus indexed ones mainly. So the next topic that I wanted to talk about Girls in technology. So here's a small activity. Close your eyes and imagine an engineer coding all day. Or let's say, imagine a hacker on a system. What could you imagine? I'm pretty sure for the most of you, it's a picture of a guy straight out of the bed coding with a can of coke next to him. But how many of you actually pictured a girl in a dress and heels hacking her way through? No, right? Here's the truth. Even if we are in the 21st century, there aren't that many female leaders heading companies. At least that's what the numbers suggest. And to be honest, I have no idea how that's going to change. But here is my perspective. I've always been a person of least resistance. There were so many times when I was the only girl in the room before the beginning of a meeting. Most of them assumed that I'm there for something else and not to actually discuss tech. I even remember once that I was selected for a cybersecurity internship 
but my offer got revoked within a few days. When I asked them why, this is what they said. Well, we liked your profile, but all the other interns are guys, and I'm not sure if it's a good idea for you to work with them at all hours. But I have nothing to say. Let's just say that I lost that prestigious internship, even at work. I always find myself at my toes, trying to prove myself all the time and being the best at what I deliver. Here's a tip. Don't be naive. Stand up for yourself. Know your worth and don't let others walk past you without noticing that. So how about we talk about the term goals? A very intimidating word for a few. Probably a very common term heard amongst college students. In this running world, I see almost everyone talking about setting goals and being driven to achieve them. Achieve the impossible. Be determined. Be focused. Don't let others distract you. These are some of the phrases that you hear every day. But let me talk to you about a set of setting targets that no one ever tells you. Being a perfectionist and a resolute person, my life has always been about planning. I plan my life five, ten years ahead. I wake up knowing what I want to do and work a little every day towards the ambitious goals that I had set for myself. During my childhood, I knew that I wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. I worked on aviation projects in school and made sure that my profile was college ready. And what had happened in my year 12 was that my parents and I had decided that the best choice for me was to probably join a computer science course instead. Again, even before college had begun, I knew that I wanted to do my masters in cybersecurity right after college. So I did everything I could since day one to make sure I was ready for the challenging industry. I took security courses, did a lot of research work in the field of security. And during my final year, everyone around me was preparing for placements or further studies, since it was that time of the year where we had to make choices, right? Time goes really fast. T-shirts are now being replaced with formals, and a so-called resume with achievements and some numbers on it were now to decide the future of many of my friends. Like any other prospective graduate student, I prepared for my GRE exam and I didn't quite get the score that I had targeted for. This was a huge letdown for me. For almost no reason, I was simultaneously applying for internships. While I was depressed about not being able to achieve my master's dream, I get a call from EY. Thinking about it, a month ago, I was preparing for grad school. A few days later, I joined the security operations team at Ernst & Young. I guess my point is that it is important to set goals, but it's okay for things to not go by your plan. Be a little flexible, do what your heart says and follow your passion, no matter how big or small. But remember, you're always the sailor of your boat. I hope this talk helped a few of you and please feel free to reach me if you want to talk further about anything. Thank you for listening.